Welcome back to Rally Caps. Today's episode is sponsored by The Classroom. Steven and I have been working on my wedding photography and wedding filmmaking course. This has been three or four years in the making of me promising that I was gonna do something like this. And we figured, you know, we've worked on this super hard, so it might as well be the sponsorship on our own podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, our heart and souls went into this production. It's literally everything I could think of when it comes to running and sustaining a wedding photography and or a wedding filmmaking business. So you have the option to buy each course separately. Um, each one is specifically designed to walk you through every single thing you would need to know to run a wedding business on the photo or video side, and you could purchase it as a bundle as well. Um, just wanna let you know that it's here. The link is down in the description or in the show notes, and we hope you enjoy this episode with Katie. She's awesome. Oh yeah, also, I forgot to mention this is a really important part. It's only available for a week. So if you are listening to this on the release of this episode of Rally Caps, you only have a week to check out the classroom. It will go away indefinitely on November 1st at midnight. So go check it out. All right, bye. Hey everyone, welcome back to Rally Caps, a podcast for the creative entrepreneur building a business for the long haul. Today we have someone hailing from the Carolinas. This self-made photographer was handed all of her dad's photo gear in high school, and with said gear she joined the yearbook team and started photographing everything at her school. After graduating college, she jumped into her photo business full-time, never stopped. She loves jazz, coffee at any point in the day. She has her own wildly popular Instagram story filter called cold brew. She's married to her best pal Colton. She's been absolutely blowing up on Instagram and now a proud owner of Studio Willow, a natural light studio and rental space. Is that all correct, Katie? Yes, that is, that's amazing. <laughs> that just made me feel so cool. <laughs> well, all of it's Can true. Can I get an so. intro before I like sit down at work every single day? Um, <laughs> every yes, it was all factual. It was all factual. Yeah. yeah I'm happy to be we, here, guys. We used to be, we used to like make those really um, like exaggerated, exaggerated. Mm -hmm. And now they're just all becoming true because we're just interviewing really, really cool and successful people. Yeah. It's hard to <laughs> embellish off of that. And also if like, if I'm not super tight with someone, I feel awkward, like making digs, like funny digs at them without yeah. <laughs> knowing if they can like take a joke or not. Yeah. yeah. Cause we've only had like one, one interaction via like video. Yes. Correct. Okay. Before we get into that stuff, let's just like, let's just roast you on that real quick. <laughs> You tell the story. Let's do it. I want to know it from your... Oh, you want me to tell it? <laughs> no, no, I'll tell it. Okay. So during like when, when lockdown started in 2020, I was doing a bunch of Instagram lives or I was like bringing people on to like have discussions and people would request to be on the live. And so I saw Katie's request and I, I think I'd seen your name on Instagram before and I was like, oh, hey. And I brought her on and in, in the room she's sitting in right now. It was just an Literally empty room. 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 And I was like, uh, wait, Hello? that was you? <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh no. That's yep. incredible. Because you're on Yeah, I line. left yes. to go. Oh God, that's hilarious. I just oh got so much gosh. more embarrassed now knowing that you did. Yeah, we, did we did the great intro yeah. and then we had to take you down a peg real quick. You're like, a, also yeah. the girl who doesn't know how to work Instagram live and will okay. embarrass herself at, at all costs. <laughs> I was like, no, I, was I don't do this to people when I don't know them that well. <laughs> Let me roast you real quick. 
no, Karen's it was like, so it'll funny. be fine. We'll cut it out if, if we need to. Boom. Um, no, I, I like had it rolling, like playing, you know, on my phone as I'm editing or something. And I, I think I forgot that it was an actual live stream and that I was just listening to a podcast. So I like go in my kitchen to make lunch, come back like 10 minutes later. And it was like, thanks for joining the live. And I was like, oh my God. And oh. I look at all the comments and it's like, where's Katie? Where's Katie? Oh, that not happen. Of course. Oh so anyways, but then he brought me back. We had some redemption. I got to um, meet you <laughs> after that. Yeah, it was, it was super cool. It was honestly a great conversation that we had and like a bunch of people were really digging it. So I was like, oh, Katie would be an awesome guest to have on our pod. So. And here we are now. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for jumping and on. And here we are. And the truth Thanks is like in that intro when we were talking about you blowing up, like it's been, you've been blowing up recently. It's been wild. Yeah. It's been weird. So, honestly. Speak, speak on it. I mean, like you, you're 25, right? Yep. And you're already <laughs> like, I don't want to jump into too many questions that I, that we already wrote down later, but you're running full-time photo business and you have been since you graduated college in 2018. Yep. Yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and you have an associate and you have an editor and now you have a studio. Like how, how? <laughs> yeah, it's been weird. It's been weird. I, it's like, seemed like a while, but I guess just in three, close to four years. Um, I stayed in, like, I've been in Columbia since 2014. Um, and so I think I have kind of roots here now. Um, Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina. Not yes. the country Columbia. Okay. Not I was like, Columbia. <laughs> yeah. What if I'm just like not <laughs> in America? Um, yes. Columbia, South Carolina. I say Columbia because, but you people are not from down here. So, um, but yeah, I, it's been, it's been a ride. It's like kind of snowballed in a sense. Um, and so the first year felt kind of like slower and then one person refers you and then one person shares you. And then before you know it, you're like, I'm okay. I'm we're doing this. <laughs> so it's felt, it's felt wild. Yeah. What? It, so that obviously not everybody sees that kind of rapid success, um, in business, like in the first couple of years, do you have, and this is, this is the time where you don't have to do like that fake humility, like, Oh no, no, I'm not talented. Of course you're <laughs> talented. Like it's clear that people follow you, that your work Thank is you. great. So, um, like, what do you feel like is some of that differentiating factor for you? Like, what do you feel like you do well or that, like, what are some of your strengths to, that has gotten you to that place where it's like blowing up and opportunities are being had and all that? Yeah. Um, that's a good question. I think I, I think I jumped in full force. So when I was coming up, um, about to graduate in 2018, I was working at a photo studio with a really great company. Um, they did a lot more commercial stuff. And so I remember talking to my boss um, about wanting to do some on the side and they wanted me to come take over weddings there, but I'd never done a wedding before. So I was like, I don't know if I want to do that. And I feel like I have enough people asking me just to do their like grad shoots. I'm like, I think I can kind of maybe do this on my own. And he was great. He was like, yeah, do it. Like do your thing. If it doesn't work out, you can always come back. Um, he was, he was a wonderful man. And so I did, I literally that day he sat me down and he was like, all right, give me your keys. Like you're doing it. If you're going to do it, do it. And I'm like, okay. So all of my friends are, you know, getting these jobs with the degrees that they pay for. And I'm like, I'm a photographer now. I don't know. Um, I've been shooting on the side for a little bit, but I had, um, a good friend from the church that I was at and she 
owned a bakery. So she knew what it was like to start a business. And she was like, I know you're starting photography. I want you to be my wedding photographer. I know that I'll be your first wedding, but like treat me like you would a client, like give me your packages. We'll just do the whole thing. And so she really was just like, you're doing it. I'm doing it. Let's do it. Um, And so I just like really the day after graduation went, got my LLC was like, Hey, I'm a photographer. And so I kind of skipped past the like, Hey, I'm halfway here. I'm halfway there. Um, and my parents were really encouraging. They like raised me very entrepreneurial. They're like, if you're going to fail, do it now before you have kids, you know, just kind of risk it all now. Um, and so I did, and I was honestly expecting to like, I mean, those first couple weeks, I'm like, okay, I have one grad session and I have one wedding in six months. Like, what do I do? Like, I literally was like, am I crazy? Um, and so I remember doing like little things, like I had a headshot happy hour where I rented out a portion of the apartment I was in and mm-hmm. with a big window and just had people come in for like 25 mm-hmm. bucks. and was like, hustle. I'll take your headshot hustle, for LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had friends from college who were, you know, on LinkedIn. And so I kind of knew enough people to where um, I did a lot of shoots for fun. I was just like, let me just figure out what I like. Um, I kind of like pretended like I was working every day. And even if I didn't have something booked, I would just go and make something or do something. Um and I just, honestly, the Lord blessed it. Like I felt like from the very beginning, it was a thing of like, just treat your client that you have right now. Like they're the only one that you need, treat them really well. And then mm. by the end of that, you're going to have another client and like, I'm going to take care of you. And he like really has. And so I don't say that to like, not tell you the real stuff. Like that is the real stuff. It's like, uh, it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, but yeah, by the end of that year, I was like pretty pretty full-time. I actually took a job at a coffee shop um, and they trained me up for one week. And by the end of the week, I was starting to get too busy with photo stuff. And I was like, I actually can't work here. <laughs> like, I was like, it would be, <laughs> I go there all the time now. And they're like, sick, you're back. But um, I was like, if I'm sitting here making X amount an hour, but I can be editing for the hour, making this much an hour. I'm like, it makes more sense for me to just sit here and grind until I make, I just book enough people. I don't know. It honestly sounds insane when I talk about it, but that's it just... It is. But I, I also really like relate it. to that so hard because that's exactly Do how you? I got started too. I, straight out yeah. of graduation, I was like, well, why not? I had supportive mentors, supportive parents, and I was like, it, it, the same mentality of if yeah. there's ever a time to fail, now it's the safest time to do it, so why not just yeah. try it? And it was the exact same story. That's actually insane. That's like the exact same path yeah. that I took. So uh, yeah, that's, that's awesome. really cool. You also mentioned your parents just now and how, how supportive they were of, of you doing your thing. And like Eric mentioned in the intro, there's a bit of a story behind your dad giving you a bunch of, of photo gear. Could you talk about that mm-hmm. a little bit more? Yeah, he um, had some, I think they were Nikon. I don't remember the body, but he had a bunch of different lenses. Um, he had them for fun. I think he did a few weddings for some friends, nothing crazy. I think he did one at the church that we were at the time, but, um, yeah, I was, I was joining yearbook in high school and he was like, I have all this old gear. Like it's yours if you want it. Um, and so I started going through it. I remember sitting on my bed. It was like one of my first Instagram pictures. I'll have to go back and find it with like my zebra bet. So cringy. I just remember being like, so (laughs) cringy already, like reading the manual, like, you know, entrepreneur, whatever. So I, um, (laughs) yeah, I literally read the manual and I just figured out how, I mean, I watched a hundred million YouTube videos, I'm sure, but just how to work a DSLR camera. And, Mm -hmm. um, so I did like, you know, Friday night football games. I was shooting on the sidelines. 
Um, I did more of the like club portraits, Mm -hmm. creative side of things. Um, So like the spread. Um, And we like took our yearbook to compete. Like we were, it depends on where you're from. It was like, I think it was cool. Like where I'm from, we thought we were cool. (laughs) We're like, uh, anyways, that's what got me to to USC because we had brought, you know, we brought our book here to compete. And it was anyways. Um, But that's where it started. Yeah, my dad gave me all of his old gear um, and was just like, here, use it if you want. And so actually when I was selling my old Canon gear, he bought it for me, which was like full circle. No way. But my, oh my, my dad's God. like, I think I want to get back into it. I'm like, it's been like 20 years, but okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's where it started. Yeah. Crazy. That's so cool. Yeah. It's, um, it's cool to see like when, when people take their parents up on something like that, I, I guess similarly, I, I wanted to purchase like my first 35 millimeter prime lens first Canon L lens and I was talking to my mom about it and I was like I just don't know if I have enough cash to do it right now she's yeah. like I'll buy that you just pay me back whenever so that's awesome getting a zero percent loan from mom yep uh, it's pretty dope <laughs> and I know not everybody has that opportunity um right but that that was the only that was the only thing that I ever like financed if you will and probably would have yeah. been fine had I not because I'm just like so conservative with cash and being afraid to invest in that way. Um, yeah. But to kind of, to kind of pivot the conversation, you have this whole background in, you know, doing yearbook and getting your feet wet. Like that's a great experience. To, uh, similarly, like we dabbled in doing that stuff and plenty of other creatives do that with whatever creative field they're in. Um, but did you have any like early people that were inspirations to you and do you still have those people? So the two part question there, maybe some inspirations you had first starting out and some you have now, and then are some of those inspirations still photographers or do you span out into other realms and other disciplines and mediums? Yeah. Um, I think my biggest first inspiration was probably India Earl. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Classic. I was like, she's so cool. Yeah. She is, yeah. <laughs> um, she's so nice. Too. I bought all of her presets. Mm-hmm. Um, Hers and then the DC presets, Dawn. I really loved her work. Mm -hmm. Um, Dawn Charles, right? Mm -hmm. Yes, Dawn Charles. Um, And so they were like probably, yeah, in the beginning, my inspiration to be like, Mm -hmm. all right, I can do it. They're doing it. I can do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just thought they were so cool. But now I'm inspired by a lot of people. Um, I'm trying to think of like, Yeah, Lincoln. Um, I outside of people that I follow, I really enjoy um, interior design. Yeah. So I've been like subscribed to a few different interior design magazines. Nothing crazy, um, but I love it. I love architecture. I feel like it's very inspiring to me mm-hmm. when I'm shooting for some reason. Um, Do you follow uh, and... Arrows and Bow on Instagram? No. Oh, Do I need yeah. to? Yeah, that's my wife's like jam. And our friend Austin oh. just shot a party for them. They just opened oh, up like yeah. a motel in Florida. Okay. They, they converted oh, a motel cool. into like something really swanky. They do all sorts of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But That's awesome. So, Arrow, what is it? Arrows and bow. Arrows and bow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Super, I'll have super to look them stuff. up. Um, Sweet. Um, Benj Heish is amazing, obviously. Oh, I've never heard of him. Um, <laughs> Same as that. Never. <laughs> Eric Floberg, great guy. Um it's, it was geeking out earlier because I mean I've been watching your YouTube for forever. It's like mm. oh like where did you learn all your stuff? I'm like 
Like, in this moment. Um, but just, like, business-wise structure. I know I'm not in filmmaking, but, I mean, you're also a photographer, so photo. But, um, yeah, you've been a great inspiration, which makes this Thanks. exciting and weird. I'm like, oh, me? I mean, um, who else? Who else? Yeah. Don Charles. I'm blanking. There's a bajillion. But but Damn. India and Don, I feel like I feel like a lot of people have some of that same inspiration. I India is in my list of inspiration for my course. Um, when I talk about yeah. creativity and inspiration, um, I had the privilege of meeting her three, I think three years ago. Super lovely, and that's awesome. Um, personality wise, we're very different. Like I went into her class being like, I can't handle this. Like it was so extroverted and bubbly and like all this stuff, and I was like. I, so I can't, do, I don't awesome. feel like, and then she got into, she got into different prompts that she uses to break people down. And I, it like yeah. floored me to see how she could make people feel comfortable in front of the yeah. camera and how she interacted with clients in that way. And it was so pivotal for me because she looked like, she looked like this really fun, bubbly personality with a really refined style and like really vibey and cool and all this stuff. And then she was like, yeah, but then we just like went to McDonald's and like crushed some chicken nuggets. And I was like, what? Huh? <laughs> like, oh, um, you're a human too. Yeah. Like you're totally normal. Yeah. yeah. So it was, That's uh, awesome. it was cool to see that she could relate, relate to clients in that same way of like, yeah, we both love McDonald's. Who are you kidding? You know? Um, yes. And yeah, I thought that was so cool to kind of hear that from that her. Awesome. Um, but I always love hearing that other people feel yeah. inspired by people like that. I know they have enormous followings, but mm-hmm. even just the trickle down yeah. effect of what that can be like, um, yep. we're seeing so many other people coming up like yourself and a multitude of others. Um, it's, it's super cool to see how many people, people like that influence. Yeah. Yeah. They have just an, like a very organic feel. And I think I'm drawn to that. And mm. I don't know if that's from, like, I studied journalism, so I studied a little bit of photojournalism. Yeah. But I like the idea of, like, keeping it as organic as possible, which you also do really well. Yeah. So you know what I'm talking about. But, um, like, Kaylee from Kansas is another one that does that really well. Mm. She's a little bit more editorial. But, um, yeah, it's it's nice to, like, to be able to see that, like, your clients are comfortable. And, mm-hmm. yeah. That's I cool that you got you- to meet her. That's awesome. Mm. I can't believe Do you studied I? journalism also because that was part Did of the major. Did you study journalism? Major. Yeah, this is wild how many similarities Are we're we having. Are we the same person? Yeah, I That's think so, crazy. actually. What was your, what was your major? Uh, communication arts, but journalism was like a huge component of that. So it was like mostly awesome. journalism and media and then kind of little facets of like a little bit of like intro to filmmaking type stuff, a little bit of like media, like film studies type things. Uh, but like yep. a huge emphasis on on writing and journalism. That's hilarious. Well, visual communications was my like actual major, but it was in the school of journalism. So yeah. it was like, here's a class on uh, web design, and then here's a class on filmmaking. And it's yes. like we're gonna teach you how to do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yep. Weird. Yep. Great minds. <laughs> yeah. When's, when's your birthday? Major. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but seriously, what? August seventh. When Seriously. When's yours? Uh, August, no. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm February. Nah, that would have been crazy. All right, half birthday. That's well, fine. That's a good, that's a great segue yeah, yeah. into another question we had was I was going to say like, what'd you go to college for? And is it worth it? I'm going to pose it to Steven first. And then we'd love to hear from you as well. Say that again. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Was, like, oh, was, college, yes, was college, was college worth it based on your communications degree? Like all the skills you learned there 
Do you feel like you use them? Do you feel like it was worth the money to invest in that to do what you're doing now? All the connections I made it's through school yeah. and all of the skills that I learned, not through the communications department explicitly, <laughs> but through all the other ways, but through the uh, <laughs> the late night TV show that me and my friends created. Yeah. Which was like, ended up being like adjacent to the comm department, but it was more so like the, the skills and like managerial stuff was all self-taught more or less mm -hmm. just from stuff that we, you know, pulled out of thin air and then the, the <laughs> connections for sure. Because I mean, the one thing that we actually talked about in a recent episode, the fact that it was like a small Christian college that I went to and then I happened to start shooting weddings right after yeah. is like, Oh, I've generated so much money just from being think. connected yeah. to yes. a small Christian school and having my name be like associated with being a photographer. Right. So um, in yep. that way, even it's kind of paid itself back almost. So and you know. it's, it's really hard to to assume what would have been different had you not gone. Exactly. Do you feel like you would have maybe gone the same direction? I don't know, honestly. Yeah, yeah. It, it's, it's a it, very much an I don't know. It's, 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 there's so many little things that got me to where I am yeah. and just kind of curved that path. Yeah. So uh, I honestly couldn't say for certain if I'd be a photographer now if I wasn't there. Yeah. Because a lot of the people that I met there too, uh, a lot of the influences that I had and mentors like mm -hmm. professors and, and Mark even, um, there's a lot of people that kind of sparked that creative yeah. and entrepreneurial drive in me while I was there. So do you, how do yeah. you feel about that, Katie? Do you feel like it's like, yeah, do, you, do you feel like you could get the same experience with something online now? Like if India Earl came out with a course, do you feel like the community she would build online would be something similar to what you could do in college? I mean, or it's obviously not gonna be the same. You don't have the same kind of personal connections to people. You can't be with them in real yeah. life, but would that be just as good with the, way way less money you'd yeah. be spending on that versus <laughs> tens of thousands yeah. on a college degree Abs absolutely and I, exactly what you said i um the connections were worth it like everybody that i met yeah people who are booking me now that i knew from you know sophomore year mm -hmm. it's like oh my gosh hey um and then just the the discipline of being a student but like you know life um can teach you that <laughs> as well <laughs> um I will say, I think, so my specific major was pretty new and our professors were, you know, their whole life was in journalism, but journalism has changed drastically just in the past, like 10, five years. Yeah. Um, and so it was like a little bit outdated. And so I think something like an online course would be way more up to speed with, you know, actual skills that can help this actual businesses, um, mm -hmm. as opposed to you know traditional college a college just in general has lost its roi it just like has uh -huh. and so but you went for education so that was yeah. like you needed to go to college um i just remember i mean one night i was like just yeah pick a major so i when i have kids i think it's gonna i'm depending on what my kids enjoy um will be a conversation of do you need to go to college could yeah. you go be an understudy or a whatever you call yeah. Mm -hmm. An understudy? Undergrad. My 75. Associate? Like, like intern? a, an intern? <laughs> TA? TA? <laughs> Gross. Understudy. Yeah, like, um. Feature. Oh, there's Feature. a word. Could you, yes, yes. Could you be an intern? Um, <laughs> for someone. So, I don't know. But also, like, just online, I feel like it would have to be something, you know, taught in person mm -hmm. to really, I don't know. But I like to be in person, so. 
for sure. Yeah, those, uh, it was, those are my it was thoughts. Super interesting because I'm developing my course now for wedding photographers, wedding filmmakers. I just chatted with my mom yesterday on the phone about yeah. it, just like updating her on all the craziness. And I was like, yeah, we're gonna you know sell it at this price point or whatever. And she's just like, I mean, my parents are always the parents that were like, you have to go to college, you have to pick a degree, you have to do something. Um, so I did, and I just chose special education. I was like, oh, I'm in best buddies in high school and I like, I like that. So, okay. Um, yeah. and it was super interesting to hear her say, like, she was just kind of floored at like what that is with the course that we're making and what that could mean for other yeah. people. And she, it felt like definitely an aha moment for her. She was just like, well, people like could literally know all the things you need to know to have a successful career like you've had yeah. in photography. Um, pay virtually nothing in comparison a fraction it's it's wild yeah. what's available now to us with inspiration people like don charles or india earl or benj yep. or whoever who's creating content for educational purposes i've even seen recently like youtube and google they're all uh, siri just popped up <laughs> <laughs> they're listening <laughs> they're always listening really did creepy. you say benj Heish? <laughs> <laughs> um, but they like I, you so can wait. have a Google certificate now. Mm -hmm. Like you can literally like oh, wow. go online to That's Google awesome. University, I think, mm -hmm. yeah. and then be <laughs> ready for jobs at Google yeah. specifically. I oh. think. I think that's the idea. Oh, wow. I'm actually like I'm training not, them up. I think well, so. I'm not totally certain. To, yeah. 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 This Colin and Samir, <laughs> these guys, um, they did a they did a video. I want to say back like last fall, maybe a year ago, that was uh, talking about getting online degrees through Google. Okay, yeah. Um, and all sorts of things that are just beating out college now. And that was like height of pandemic, yeah. so everyone was yeah. online anyway. And they're like, why am I paying 60 grand to go to Harvard yeah. when I can, you know. Um, yeah. Be a content creator instead. Exactly. <laughs> Literally. Well, and I think there was uh, like a really bad stigma around online courses for a long time. Mm. You know, people just wanting to make a book, but not really totally. actually teaching you anything. Yeah, like there's a weird era yeah, of that. That's true. Sitting in a closet, like, let me tell you all the secrets. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like just weird. Yeah. But now it's, um, I mean, just the course I've been following along on your posts, like hinting at what you're going to be teaching. I'm excited about it. Um, but it's very in depth. It's like, I'm like, am I going to make money? Yes. is my job. I'm teaching you, but like, are you going to be set to go at the end of this? Also? Yes. You know? Mm -hmm. Um, so you're providing what college used to provide for people. So yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it is super cool. cool. It gets, it gets me super hyped because it's just going to influence people like us even more, I think, and give people that kind of confidence. Um, oh yeah. But I don't, I don't want to make anything about me in this episode because we want to talk about you. Um, you know, it's been really cool. So you've been giving opportunities to other people. I was just going to say that. Yeah, like your associate and your editor. Yeah. 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 Chandler. Yes. Chandler. And Jenna. And Jenna. Yep. Um, so Jenna lives in the upstate. And so she's been my associate this year um, shooting weddings on my behalf. She's awesome. I've known her as a friend for a really long time. Um, just through like life and friends and stuff. And so she um, is just an amazing person and she has all the things that you can't teach. They both do. And I don't know if you know what I'm saying, but like Chandler and Jenna, like I know that they're going to be kind to people and they're going to be aware of like, mm -hmm. if they're second shooting with me, they're not just going to be like running in front of the ceremony, like just like things that are, um, I don't know. 
you just can't teach. You're like, they yeah, just have this like beautiful spirit about them. Yeah. And they're creative naturally. So it's like, um, Jen has been shooting for a little while. Um, Chandler's just started shooting, but she's doing more of, you know, managing the studio and helping me edit. Um, but shooting alongside of me and she just picks it up so quick mm. and I love it. Um, but yeah, before then I had a girl named Haley. She moved, um, sad, but she, um, we still keep in touch. She's like one of my greatest friends. Um, but she helped me out the first, I guess the second year. So like all last year. Yeah. Ish. Um, helping me edit. And that was the first time that I was like, I started delegating and I was like, Oh, I don't have to like be a control freak. Yeah. Jen and Chandler, they're awesome. I love them. Um, I rolled out mentor ships like a, a year or two ago. I keep saying a year or two ago. It's so vague. I'm like, I don't even know what year I'm in. Um, yeah, but I had so many, you know, college students who just like knew me from being a couple years close under me and mm-hmm. Hey, I bought a camera. Like, how do I use it? I'm like, Oh my gosh, I would actually love nothing more than to teach you. And so I love doing that. Um, so Chandler and Jenna kind of, obviously they're my associates, but, um, yeah, I love sharing with people as much as I can, because people say it's a saturated market, but I'm like, the weddings are saturated. Like families are saturated. Like people need good, we need more good photographers. So Mm -hmm. like we need help, you know, like, come on. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. which I know that you believe that too, but, um, yeah, it's fun. It's, it feels like I have like coworkers and I'm not just like on an island by myself, you know, like we're all kind of like clocking in together, you know, but, um, but yeah, that's, was that the question? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's great. Well, that's good because it's like circling back into this conversation on education because you're, you clearly have a bit of passion on that. Like, what do you see in the future for like, do you see yourself doing courses? Do you see yourself doing workshops? Like, what does that look like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, with the, with the studio, um, that was kind of the heartbeat of it. Um, I felt like, you know, a couple years ago getting into it, I had this very, almost like scared like I have to have there was a lot of pressure on like my edit and the way I shot because I'm like I have mm-hmm. to like be competitive and obviously that's not healthy and it doesn't really exist I mean it, it does in some you know people's minds but it's not real um and I remember just being so like set free from that um specifically the lord being like <laughs> I set you apart. Like, you don't have to worry about any of the other stuff. Like, you're free to give it all away. Like, you're going to be taken care of. You don't need to, like, just, you know, freak out. Um, And I don't know. It just, like, my job got a lot lighter because I was like, oh, I'm enjoying this a lot more. And I'm, like, freely sharing everything I know. There's still so much more for me to learn, but, like, my experience specifically. um, Holy cow. I just got a call, and I think it burst in my eardrums. (laughs) no wow i guess y'all didn't hear that okay anyways no. <laughs> you know how you like, like on your computer <laughs> I just like yes yeah, yeah um anyways wow um yeah uh, i'm excited to teach in the future is my answer um we're gonna roll out uh workshops here soon for the studio um we have a lot of creatives in the area that are they're like, they're low key, but they're incredibly talented. Um, mm. So one of them, Savannah Sroy, she's like one of my favorite people ever. She's the most like artistic, editorial. You just get around her and you're like, you just feel like a warm hug. Like I, she's taken my pictures before. I'm obsessed with her. Anyway, she's going to teach our first one in a month. Um, just about like your why and, you know, specifically about, um, yeah, 
the art that you're making for your clients, but also the art that you're making for yourself that you're like proud of. Um, and so she's going to be like our first one. So I'm excited to teach, but I'm really more excited to just like have just like a home base for people to come and teach. Um, and to be like, Oh, there's other people doing this. I'm not just on my computer in my room comparing myself to every single person on the internet. Like there are people who are Mm going to be for me and they'll answer my questions because they're not scared of, you know, stupid stuff. So yeah. Yeah. Excited. That sounds amazing. So then as far as hopes and dreams are for your studio, is it really like more than anything else, you're hoping to really make that a a space for community and a place to host other people, not just your own work, but really be like a community space? Yeah. The, the words like a haven, um, and wanting people to flourish. Those were like the two words that kept coming to mind Mm. throughout the process of launching it. Um, but yeah, I want it to be like a haven for people to, come and make whatever art they want and learn and just like, just, you know, take a breath of fresh air. Willow trees, um, symbolically in the Bible, but in a lot of other good, a lot of other good books, um, well, like mostly the Bible, but also I read other books. Um, they like, <laughs> I sound, I don't know how I sound. Um, they, they just provide shade for people, um, on their journeys through, you know, rivers and waters. And so they're planted and they're, and they provide shade. And so that's kind of what I feel like I want to do in the city. Um, also, I'm going to use it, you know, for my own stuff. It's nice to not have, right. I think you can still see my old backdrop <laughs> started in oh, my yeah, house. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> that's actually really embarrassing that it's up there. The little, little <laughs> um, this is where I started. But, um, but yeah, mm-hmm. no, having it outside of the house is, is nice. And, you know, we can host people and I can um, do more commercial things throughout the week and yada, yada, yada. But yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Are you hoping to do any co-working out of there? Like set up desks for people to like be in there regularly and consistently? Yeah. Yeah. Dream, dream would be to have, it is a little tiny space. So that is not in the moment doable. However, um, Mm -hmm. we would love to have some, um, like our next space be a little bit bigger. We kind of, I mean, it's, I don't even know how many square feet it is, but it's just like two hallways put together. So it's just nothing crazy, um, like a shooting and then a sitting (laughs) and some equipment. But, um, yeah, ultimately I would love to have a bigger space where people can come and work throughout the day. Um, be a member, maybe have stuff to rent out. Um, yeah, I have a lot of dreams and things. I think they'll come. We'll see. But yeah. It's exciting. Sounds amazing. (laughs) I know, I know Steven's really excited about the fact that you shared the, the meaning of the name because Steven's huge on yeah. meanings of names. I'm big on names. So that just get like a thousand percent. Uh, I was like, ah, oh, I love that there's a significance behind the name. Yes. That's really, really sweet. Yeah. Not just like Vibe Studio. <laughs> well, what's really funny is the first two names that we had for it, it was the weirdest thing. We had two names picked out or one name picked out and then a new business opened in the city with like a very similar name. And so I'm like, oh man, I, that's gonna be like a confusing Google search. So then we picked mm. another name and then one of the companies that I'm friendly with, they rebranded to that literal name. And I'm like, huh, like how? <laughs> and so Oops. we had the website, we had a launch date and we didn't have a name or a logo or anything. And we were like a month nice. out. And I was like, cool. So I was like, <laughs> I'll just let it sit. And so I went back through my old journals of when I was like, I can't wait to host something like what this could look like, like dreaming on paper. And I went back and, and was reading through yeah. it and I'm like, oh my gosh, just I want to provide Haven. It's just going to be, anyways, so that's how 
we ended up at Studio Willow. So it worked out great. I'm glad those names were taken. So just for you though. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's great. <laughs> okay, so your site your site said you like to reference old vines and TikToks and stuff. So yes. do, do you have any like go-to old vines that you always reference? Oh man. Like what are those? What are those for sure? Um Do you know the Jurassic Park theme song of that? <laughs> Wait, this sounds very familiar. <laughs> so no, you know the classic that? vine for all of you 18-year-olds that are listening. <laughs> Vine was this old social media app. I didn't even look at it. Like when I was a teacher, all my students were obsessed with Vine. Oh yeah. So they would constantly come in and like the jo- the joke on Vine was, do you know this? No, I never used Vine. The joke was like, <sighs> they'd be like, oh yeah, 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 and they point to your shoes and they go, what are those? Oh, what? sorry, I know that. You What's know the that Jurassic one? Park thing. Though? Oh, so then they so then they spliced Jurassic Park with all the brontosauruses with sneakers on. It was oh, like, my- what are those? What yes. Are those? <laughs> Yeah, that's the new intro. Sorry, music bed. (laughs) That was just an excuse for me to do that on this episode. (laughs) I do remember that vividly. There was some reckless stuff on on Vine. Like TikTok's like, oh, that's cute. That's funny. Vine, reckless. Absolute chaos. I loved it. I loved it. I remember um, Marcus Johns. I always watch Marcus Johns. Um, Marcus Johns was great. He was like goofy, but there are some... There were some really talented artists on Vine too, like music. Yeah, like artists. Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that that's where he got his start, and now I just have so many questions. Oh yeah, yeah. I truly have so many questions. <laughs> yeah, like Logan Paul. David Dobrik started on Vine too. David yeah, Dobrik. David yeah. Uh, Liza Koshy. I love yeah. Liza Koshy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Liza Koshy, Drew Gooden, um, Danny Gonzalez. Now they're all YouTubers. Yeah. Yes. Oh, who's the um? Oh my gosh, he's a Hispanic guy and he makes jokes with his mom and he's an incredible pianist. Do you know what I'm talking about? Rudy Mancuso? I don't. I don't. Oh my oh, gosh. I, I, he's one of I my knew favorites. like three things about Vine. <laughs> Google Rudy Mancuso after this. He's okay. absolutely hysterical. He Specifically, he does a... Um, I'll send it to you later. It's, it could be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, ah. Anyways, he's, he's hysterical. But anyways, fine. Yeah. Love Vine. I'm trying to think of like phrases that I say. Definitely one of those. Um, man, I'm like, it'll, I'll probably say something here soon. Yeah. Just say, yeah, just cut us off and just like. I'll just run it back. <laughs> just back hit us on Yeah. Back, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I miss Vine. Um, Rest in peace. <laughs> rip the, before the end of every episode we've really been trying to uh just touch on the point of you know we started rally caps to it's just this whole emphasis on because the meaning of rally caps is like when you're feeling down and out like you know go to your teammates and we're all gonna like stick together to rally back we're gonna put rally caps on we're gonna get through it together oh. um even if you feel like you're down and out do you feel like there is any time in your career and honestly when i ask myself this question i'm kind of like I don't feel like at any point in my career, actually I'm experiencing it like right now, currently, <laughs> today, <laughs> literally today. Yeah. With like this course, it's been so crazy and I've needed to like literally breaking down crying yesterday, texting Steven him like calming me down. Um, do you feel like there was any point in your career is a two part question again? Sorry, I keep throwing two, three part questions. No, that's great. Um, is there any point in your career where it kind of felt like that or, um, 
alternatively, if it doesn't feel like that, like what kind of things have made it sustainable or what kind of things do you point to in your philosophy and approach to business that does make it sustainable so you don't crash and burn like that? Yeah, that's very, um, it's a very timely question actually. So this Mm. year was the craziest year of my career. Um, Mm -hmm. With COVID, there was a lot of factors that just made it insane, you know, with all the bookings this year. But um, Mm -hmm. I felt really down about um, having free time, like being with my husband and my friends and my people. Um, I always felt like, I mean, I was traveling every single weekend. And so people would be having birthday parties. And I'm like, sick. I won't be there. Um, Yeah. Which it's like, you know, we love what we do. So it's worth, you know, giving up on certain things. But to do that, you know, every other weekend, if not every weekend, it was like, man, I wasn't created to just be a machine. Like that's, Mm -hmm. that's not it. And so I kind of been feeling that way this year, a lot of like a burnout, which most photographers, I mean, you know, so, um, having Chandler come on, um, was huge. And so that was a lot of like, Hey, there are people that you can trust. Like what you do is a part of you, right? Like what we make is a part of who we are. So like to delegate that to someone is like, Ah, like hmm. ooh, you yeah. know and yeah. so um but what's beautiful is that we do need each other and it's like we're not you know performing brain surgery like we're making pictures like I, mm-hmm. I like always bring myself back to like okay it's just like it is photography but it's just photography like I can yeah. for the sake of my health and my life and my family and other priorities in my life I can learn to delegate it and delegate it well um, mm-hmm. and now someone else has a job that they love what they're doing. And so, um, it's, yeah, to answer your two part is really like this whole year for me, um, has just been like, my priority was always like just grinding and like work. Um, yeah. and so then you get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm at my max capacity and I'm missing out on a lot of my life and I'm exhausted and like, I'm not broke, like I'm making money, but like, am I okay? Is this sustainable? <laughs> and mm-hmm. it's just not. And so I think. I was actually talking to Chandler today on the phone and I just was telling her how thankful I was for her because for so many years getting into this, I'm like, I'm going to burn out at year five and then just be like, just go off the grid, delete my Instagram. Where's Katie? Yeah. I don't know. You know that TikTok that's like, um, <laughs> you know, don't be surprised if I just, you know? I'm like, that's going to be me. I'm just going to like move to Montana and just live in a tent Mm -hmm. but I'm like that's I love what I do so I don't actually want to do that I just want like to not go so hard and so I've been really do what don't want to feel that way yeah you you might love it but you don't want to feel like you don't love it because you do love it exactly so I'm like okay what's a good like number of weddings a year like feel good about this new number feel good about you know the studio feel good about delegating and um yeah kind of like steering the ship um, to be a little bit more sustainable, a lot more sustainable for, and we don't mm-hmm. even have kids yet. So, I mean, that's coming at some point down the road. Yeah. It's like, man, I want to be a mom and I want to be a good mom, but I also want to continue to do what I love. And so, you know, yeah. talking that through and we're really involved in our church and help out with music. And so mm-hmm. there's just other priorities in my life that are more important than my job, truly. Um, and so if that gets out of whack, then everything gets a little funky. So just like taking a step back and being like, wow, what do I actually want to, you know, what do I want my life to look mm-hmm. like? You know, so and it's I, fun. Yeah, it's I think, 
I, I keep hearing a resounding thing with a lot of really successful people. And I've, I've answered this question too when people have asked me as well, like, how are you maintaining all this? And my, my response is always like, well, first this year outsourcing. So like you said, um, and I always say community as well, but diversifying the business, getting some passive income, like all those technical things with outsourcing yeah. and diversifying the business. Those are two technical things that are really great. But someone challenged me once and was like, yeah, but what if people can't do that? Like, what if, what if, yeah, what if people don't have the means to diversify right now? What if people don't have the cash to be able to outsource? And so that's when like, and you touched on it as well as like a phone call with Chandler this morning, like the emotion, emotional sustainability of having other people in your life to like literally rally around you to help you sustain what you're doing so that you can be successful. So you can have those conversations later about like, what it means to diversify your business as well. So I think it could be two parts of wherever you are, if you're listening, you know, if you are finding yourself in a season of burnout, like what would it look like to outsource? What would it look like to take a step of humility and be like, I don't have to do this all on my own mm -hmm. that you yeah. can't outsource it. Like no one's going to know the difference and just like swallow that pill. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, you know, like, what can I be thinking of? Can I open a studio? Can I bring on associates? Can I get an editor? Like, can I diversify this a bit so that I have different baskets to choose from for income yeah. so that when I want to have kids eventually or whatever, you know? So, yeah. 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 That's that wonderful sweet spot of, mm -hmm. of treating yourself well and also treating your business well. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. somewhere in the middle, you're actually giving other opportunities to other people. Yeah to give them the platform to then rise up to what you're doing and everybody wins yep. that way. It's a win, yeah. win, win. Michael Scott. Classic Michael Scott. <laughs> Truly a win, win, win. Michael Scott, yeah. Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> oh my That's gosh. Awesome. Well, uh, Katie, this has been absolutely wonderful Seriously. talking with you. Um, I, I didn't know that I was going to meet a long lost sister on this call, <laughs> um, but here we are doing that. So. Um, where can everyone find your work? Where can people find the studio? Just give us all the links and handles. Yes, um, you can find my work at hellokittywilson.com. Um, the studio is studiowillow.co and our Instagrams are the same. So hellokittywilson, studiowillow.co. We like consistency around here, so that's where oh, yeah. you can find us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Katie spelled K-A-T-I-E. Yes, yep. Yeah. That's me. Amazing. Thanks so much for having me. This has been great. It's it's yeah. nice to it meet awesome. other creatives and obviously I've been Isn't a lovely? fan of y'all's for so oh, long. So it's it's cool to hang out and meet you guys and thanks for having me <laughs> here. It's cool. Thanks for being here with us. And thanks Ooh. to all of you for listening and watching. Yeah, like yes. it. Like the video. Like the video. Leave a review yeah. if you're feeling nice today. Please yeah. be nice. Please be nice. Yeah, and uh, we'll see you in the next episode of Rally Caps. Yeah, love you forever. Bye.